last week we started something and we want to continue hallelujah last week we started something we called it the right people hallelujah now today we want to continue uh, engaging the same word the right people look at somebody say the right people <clears throat> Amen. <clears throat> Last week we looked at our passage from Mark, the chapter number two. And uh, if we were around, <clears throat> sorry, we learned that there were so okay. Let's 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 go into the scripture again, and then quickly let's go Mark two, Mark two, Mark two. Let's go, Mark two. Okay, now a few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. He had done what? Come home. That means that Jesus had a home. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, so everybody needs to get a home. Amen. If you don't have a home, that means that there is something wrong somewhere. Amen and amen. Everybody needs a home. Tell somebody, everybody needs a home. Tell somebody you need a home. I also need a home. Hallelujah. Yeah. Everybody needs what? A home. So you need a home, and I also need. And I also need a home. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. You need a home, and I also need need a home. Okay, let's continue. <clears throat> let's go quickly. Let's go. So many gathered that there was no room left. Not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. So, in that particular setting, it was a teaching service. Global, I hear. He, they gathered them and he did, he did what? He taught them the word. He preached the word to them. Quickly come down. Now, some men came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. Last week, I told you that it was an indication that the man was dead, rejected. Four men carrying a single person. The only time four men will carry a person is when they are going to bury him. Is it true? Apart from that, there, you, you can get two men. If you get a strong man, like maybe Apostle Andy, and maybe who again is strong, and foreman, hallelujah. Foreman is a strong man. One of the strongest I've seen. Hallelujah. <laughs> and then they, they can just carry you back. So foreman is an indicator that the guy was on his way to the grave. Okay, quick, quick, come down. Now, since they could not get him, sorry, since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd. They made an opening in the roof above Jesus. And after digging through the tile of the roof, okay, so I explained to you last week that in the ancient time, roofs were not like this. It is these days that they do roofs like this way. I think we learned that culture from the, the, Mon the Mongolians. I think uh, they started doing stuff like that many, many, many years ago. Hallelujah. Before, uh, before whoever, whoever. Okay, now, so the roof above Jesus and after digging through it, lowered the mat the paralytic man was lying on. Quickly, calm down. 
when Jesus saw their faith, so it is possible to see somebody's feet. Amen. When Jesus saw their feet, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. This is a theological argument. Somebody is saying that. So, since Jesus said that, Son, your sins are forgiven, does it mean that the guy was paralyzed because of his sins? Hallelujah. Because Jesus said that, Son, your sins are what? Forgiven. And that was the reason why the guy got up and began to function. Okay, we'll talk about that one another time, not today. So last week, who remembers what we talked about last week? Last week I said that the right people, what do they do? Number one, they believe in you. Number one, they do what? They believe in you. They are not people who run away from you in the day of adversity. Hallelujah. They are not people who are around you because of your connections and your influence. They believe in you. Now, and number two, I said that the, the, the right people, they will take you to who? They will take you to who? Jesus. Hallelujah. The right people will always find a way to take you to Jesus. But now, we need to understand that there are some things that we encounter in life. Eh? Uh, we, we can't do anything but to take them to Jesus. Is it true? Oh, I tell you. I tell you. I saw somebody uh, last Friday when we were having the honor. And when I, 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 I took the microphone and I started singing. The Lord showed me a vision about somebody. No, but you see, it's not everything that we can talk about. And I saw in the realm of the spirit that this boy, there's a, there is a particular friend that he has. Yeah? And, and, and that friend is an agent of the devil. Yes, he has been assigned specifically to the boy to destroy him. And the kind of things the boy is engaged in, they have no idea. And I saw the vision and I didn't know what to do. Whether to talk about it or to speak about it or not to talk about it. Is somebody understanding me? Oh, shout, I hear you. Yes, sir. So, you see, there are some things that happen. Unless you carry the person and take him to Jesus, nobody, there is nothing anybody can do about it. So, the right people, they understand this one. Hallelujah. It is important that you have these guys around. Now, in the Bible, you know, last week I wanted to share this, but because of time, I couldn't. Let me just say some things more. You know, sometimes eh, the people around you, they are incapable of helping you themselves. Eh? But if the, people know, if, if the people are right and they are connected to the right people, not, 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 I'm not talking about physical right people. It can be spiritual, men of God, connected to the right people. Some of, some of those people are the best people we can find in life. You go and tell him your trouble and the person wouldn't say anything directly now one day the bible said that there was a young girl serving in the house of a syrian commander look at this the bible said in the book of second kings that there was a young girl she was an israelite she was a slave and in those days the israelites were subject to the syrians and the syrians had oppressed israel for a very long time so a young girl was serving in the house of a syrian commander by the name Naaman. now Naaman was a great man the bible said he had armies under him now one day the young girl was serving in his master's home and i believe that the master was good to her and the wife of the master the master is name and they, they, they were good to the lady so one day the woman the young girl saw the master and went to the wife and said if only this guy could visit a prophet in my homeland i believe that his leprosy is going to be healed 
Now, are you understanding me? Shout out here. Sometimes you just need somebody that is connected. Somebody that will tell you, let us go into the house of God and travel. Now, are you understanding me? The young lady of all the people around the, the, the great commander, Neman, it took a young Jewish slave to introduce him to the prophet Elisha. Is somebody understanding me? Oh, come on. Is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Sometimes you simply need the right people around you to get you into the groove of life. Amen and amen. And in life, some of those people are, are what I, I, I look for, the right people. One day in the Bible, Jehoshaphat was going for war. And the Bible said that the battle lines were turning against him. So he looked around and said, is, not, no, is there not a prophet around? Is there not a seer? Is there not a prophet that we can go and see to him? choir of the lord now the bible said that one of the one of the ministers one of the people who were nobody he said that oh there is a prophet somewhere around his name is the prophet elijah that guy used to pour water upon the hands of elijah let us go and see the prophet peradventure he will speak the word of the lord to us and the jehovah said that oh that prophet i've heard of him he speaks the word of the lord it took that prophet this is the time i almost who would for now they would for said that bring me a minstrel the prophet wasn't even ready to prophesy there were two kings that approached him one was the king of israel one was jehoshaphat now jehoshaphat was a good man he was a righteous man but the king of israel was the grandson of ahab do you know ahab the, the husband of jezebel say jezebel so those were he was an evil king so the evil king and the good king came together to the prophet and the prophet said to the good king the evil king you i don't even want to see your face but i have respect for jehoshaphat jehoshaphat is the great grandson of david are you understanding me on the lineage of david you understand that jehoshaphat is there you have david solomon solomon gave birth to a certain son the name is abijah abijah gave birth to asa and Asa gave birth to Jehoshaphat. So the great great grandson of David is Jehoshaphat. So Jehoshaphat was a righteous man. I said, I don't want to see you, this evil king. But I have regard and respect for Jehoshaphat. You see, I'm so angry I can't prophesy. Get me a lady to play the minstrel. Get sorry, get me a minstrel to play the harp. So so that he could overcome the hunger, the anger, in order to prophesy. Now, are you understanding me? Sometimes it just takes common people. To lose you into your blessing. Receive a right person in your life. Come on, I said, receive a right person in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Okay, so that was last week. Now today, I want to talk to you about another mystery. I know you are going to enjoy. Tell somebody I'm going to enjoy the word. Now, the right people. This one is, 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 is a dangerous one. The right people... So I use these two guys, sorry, these four guys in Mark 2 to symbolize the right people. Now the right people, I, want, I need you to write this one down. They are the kind of people that can have faith for you. I love this mystery. They can do what? <laughs> they are the kind of people that can have faith. <coughs> That can have faith on your behalf. They can have faith for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. There are some people you walk around. You, <clears throat> sorry. There are some people around you. Their faith is so infectious. Please listen to me. That you can't be around them. And begin to. And, and, sorry. And continue to consider the kind of things you consider. Amen and amen. <laughs> 
you go and live with somebody who is a staunch Christ embassy member and say certain things. You realize that when you begin to say things like, you won't say it in his presence. Is it true? Oh, Global was telling me that he has, he, he had, he, had, he actually has, I think he still has them as friends and the kind of things they see. Are you understanding? No, you see, some people have infectious faith. It can actually affect and influence you. You even try those things when they are around. Their faith is so infectious. Are you understanding? The right people, that is, that, that is how they are. They can have faith. So that there are times you yourself, the kind of thing you are looking for or the kind of thing you want to happen, you want to see happen in your life, you yourself, you, you don't have the faith for it. But they walk around you and they are consistently talking about things like that. Now, Focus is going for an interview at the American Embassy. And Focus looks at his bank account and says, Oh, Charlie, last week somebody went to $50,000 on a cry sign. Me, I don't even have 10,000 CDs. Now, you have a friend, he knows all these conditions. And when he sees Focus, Focus, Charlie, we need to start packing our bags. Home. You know, around this time, Awaba. The kind of things he's saying, Ubon said gradual, is taking your mind off failure. Now, are you understanding me? Because the kind of things you are hearing, you are in Ghana, but you, you now start thinking about how you are going to survive in the cold in the United States of America. There is a way they perceive life that can influence you in a positive way. Now, are you understanding me? The right people have a way of having faith for you. Now, look at this. The Bible said in Matthew chapter 8, I want us to, uh, maybe I don't, I don't know whether we, we, we should read the scripture, but there was a man, let's go there, maybe Matthew chapter 8, the verse number 5 to 13. It's a popular scripture, but I want us to look at it. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 8, the verse number 5. Now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, Capernaum again, Capernaum was full of men of faith. Hallelujah. So you see, it's Capernaum again. Capernaum is where in Mark chapter 2, where the four people brought their paralytic. So in Capernaum, strange things were happening there. Are you understanding me? Hello? Now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Come down. A centurion means that a soldier, you see, you know, in the New Testament times, they had the way, you see, centurion actually means a soldier with 100 soldiers under him. But when they said a centurion in the Greco-Roman world, it didn't really mean a soldier with 100 people under him. It meant a soldier, a soldier with a battalion under him. But what I said, so the whole camp of you know in Jesus' day, Roman soldiers were stationed in Israel because Israel was under Roman rule. Okay, so this centurion should have been a man of authority. So he was probably the head of the legion of soldiers who were in Capernaum. In sorry, who were in Israel in Jesus' day. Now, so when Jesus had entered the Capernaum, one this mighty soldier came to Jesus and look at what he said. He said, Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed. The demon of paralysis was strange in Capinum. Is somebody understanding me? So you see, the, the four people brought a paralyzed person and this soldier also had one of his servants paralyzed and in 
terrible suffering could come down he said that jesus said to me i will go and heal him come down he said the centurion replied lord i do not deserve to have you come under my roof but just say the word and my servant will be healed now i'm not talking about the faith of this man sorry i'm not talking about say the word or anything but look at what is happening the centurion had a servant not a daughter he had what a servant now obia or was so many people under him even soldiers at his beck and call when jesus said when when he said to jesus say the word he said that me also i am a man of authority come down i understand what it means to be in authority i have many people under me look at it for i myself i am a man under authority with soldiers under me i tell this one go and he goes and that one come and he does what and he come so it is not as though the centurion needed the help of that servant for anything or in a hello on your soldier the centurion is not answerable in any way for the health of that servant now are you understanding me shout out here you follow me is somebody understanding me he didn't really need the servant to be well but listen to me there are some people their faith is such that he can't even sit down and allow somebody to die prematurely in his household until he had to take the step now are you understanding me he didn't even do it i don't think that he did it because he liked the servant but he is simply a man of faith who wouldn't allow the devil to rule in his territory when you are around such a person there are certain things their faith will carry you are you understanding me the, 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 you see servant but according to the way the centurion he's just wired in such a way say some time in soon so be under his roof you will not die prematurely are you understanding me so he had faith for the servant servant no faith and got paralyzed he had faith for what for the servant there are there are some men that is their disposition they have enough faith for themselves and for you i call them the right people there are things you don't even believe about yourself they believe about you now are you understanding me say i release the right people into my life shout i hear you oh come on i said shout i hear you when jesus was around we saw this phenomenon a lot people walk to jesus and they'll tell jesus papa I didn't come for myself i came for somebody i call all those people right people one day when jesus entered a certain house the bible said that he didn't want to be seen so he had retired into the house secretly and then when he sat at table to eat a certain woman came banging at the door and he told jesus jesus papa my daughter is seriously infected with demons i want you to come and help him that is a popular story jesus said that woman you know that this thing you are asking for i can't do look at this somebody goes to jesus and said i jesus said i can't do you are a slave you are you are nobody i don't think i want to do anything for you the woman said to jesus even though i'm a dog when food falls the crowns fall from the table we get to feed of them do something for me now the bible said jesus healed the daughter now this is the important part it was the woman's faith that healed the daughter and not the daughter's faith now do you understand where i'm coming from jesus healed the daughter of the woman not because of the daughter but because of what because of who the woman one man's faith is enough to carry another person now are you understanding me when abraham believed that god was going to give him a son sarah didn't believe alongside abraham when the angel came and said tomorrow by this time the bible says she was laughing and i'm a boy oh come on are you understanding me 
Hello? He didn't believe initially. It took some days. It took some time because Hebrews said that they did not believe that he did not believe the deadness of Sarah's womb. Abraham believed not his wife, but the faith of Abraham was enough to carry the family. Sometimes the right people around you, they hope they have enough faith to carry you. One day somebody told, said, I was I was scrolling through certain things, some theological things, and somebody said that, oh, there are many here, you know, when he, she went to Jesus, it is the cry of a desperate mother. You know, when mothers, when their children are sick, they will do anything for their mother. So what she did, any extraordinary faith, any, anything there, I looked at what the person wrote and I said, you don't understand the word of God. Hallelujah. Listen to me. It is clear that mothers love their children. But mothers don't necessarily have faith for their children. Is it true? Oh, come on, is it true? You see, I can love you without having faith for you. Now, look at this. Tipo can be sick today. And, and, and they will say that Tipo is going to die. Eh? Or maybe oh, fear a demon will manifest and try to kill her. The mother will look at Tipo and begin to cry. Hey, me But when I go and see the situation, I will have faith for her. I will say in the name of Jesus, come out. And I'm a boy. It doesn't mean I love Tipo more than her mother. Her mother actually loves her than me. But I have faith for her. So you can love somebody than I do. But I can have more faith for the person than you do. The right people are like that. They may not necessarily love you. But they have faith for you. Are you understanding me? So there may be people around you who love you more. That is my. That's what I'm trying to say. There may be people around you who may love you more than they do, but they have more faith for your life than the people that love you. Love is not equal to faith. I'm not speaking to somebody. Shout! I hear you. So the Syrophoenician woman, what she did, it is not an action born out of love. It was an action born out of what? Oh, I didn't hear you. I said it was not an action born out of love, but an action born out of what? Faith. Somebody's somebody's daughter will be sick. They obey a better and it's all done. No. And they say she will probably resign from work and come and sit beside her daughter every morning. They will cry together. And I remember, oh, you know, so you see, genuinely or don't every morning they will cry together. Oh, don't cry. The daughter will be crying, and they will be crying together for years. So that is a demonstration of her love. But this woman demonstrated her love by showing faith. That is what I call the right person. She said, I don't have time to sit around you and weep. Let us run to the master. Are you understanding me? I don't know if you have somebody now on any year, they know catch or say, Charlie, let's engage seven days of fasting. The person may not be your mother, but the person has more faith for you than everybody. Shout, I hear you. The right people, they consistently have faith. They consistently have faith for you. They may not be your natural relations. Natural relations, no so it, it can produce love. Eh? Into global or sister, it doesn't mean she's more right for you than I am for you. But what you say? So sometimes some people are around you and some I'm telling you, we call them the right people. We call them what the right. Are you understanding me? Nobody can convince me. Follow this. Nobody can convince me. Say Lazarus. They didn't love him. Mary and Martha. They love Lazarus. When he was sick. They sent for Jesus. They were godly people. But here this, They didn't have faith. For the resurrection of Lazarus. 
Now, are you understanding me? They are two different things. They loved their brother. It is different from having faith for the resurrection of their brother. It is not as though they had not heard that Jesus could raise the dead. Follow this. Before Lazarus died, Jesus had raised the son of the widow at Nain. You remember in the Bible, when Jesus entered a certain town called Nain, they were carrying a young boy on a stretcher. A funeral procession and jesus saw the people and touched the coffin you remember hello jesus had already performed the miracle so everybody knew that jesus could raise the dead mary and martha loved lazarus but they didn't have faith for him that jesus was going to raise him so they told jesus papa if you were here earlier the guy wouldn't have died jesus said i am the resurrection and i am the life now are you understanding me shout i hear you so there is a difference between your natural affection for somebody and having faith for the people so you see the season has come follow this the season has come where the men of god in this house the women of god in this house the people of god in this house begin to start screaming the people around them you see you begin to scream so you can also have natural love for your relatives but listen to me hear this i'm, I'm sounding a little controversial but in here Eh? There is a, you, you need to learn to separate your natural love from your faith life. Now, do you understand where I'm coming from? You want to take a step of faith and your brother, because you love your brother and your brother loves you. What do you want to say? Some of can be inspired by the spirit. No. The people behave naturally. Now, are you understanding me? Shout, I hear you. You want to take this step and your brother will tell you, or even your mother. It is not as though your mother is wrong. Now, are you understanding me? Many, many seasons ago, you're a man long vacationer. I spent some time somewhere. When I see you, I'm even sad. It is not as though she doesn't love me. She loves me. You understand? So it's natural love. But having faith for me is different. It is, it is what? Different. It is what? different so you can even have your mother and they are telling you, one day when i finished school i was on a one year fast when i came home my mother told me about now are you understanding me learn to do this thing gradually that one is natural love it is not having faith for you that one is what natural love she will bring you examples as to why you need to take your time with the fasting and prayer fasting and prayer to take your time home hallelujah that one is what natural love until at a point in your life you need to start looking around you and and, and trying to screen and decipher but understand that there is a difference between that kind of love and people that can have faith for you are you understanding me hello yes sir there is a difference there is what a difference are you understanding me there is an advice i'll give to apostle landy today eh? i'll give it out of faith to him his mother will give him something different. All of us. Because Are you understanding me? But what I am giving him now, the mystery I'm giving him now is stronger. Jesus said that if anybody thinks he loves me, let him go and leave his parents and come and follow me. You see, the breaking, the breaking point of the natural love. It is impossible to rise up to the highest level of faith. But what you are saying, in the Obi let him go, forget about your mother and father, and come and follow me. You have to break that bond. But spiritual things are spiritual. Spiritual things are hard. They are spiritual. So they come and call you. There is a funeral in the house. They have to go and come and pour libation. They are, they are looking for all their children. I am not a child of the family, I'm a child of God. 
Are you understanding me? Shout, I hear you. So there is a point where the natural love and the, and, and, and the influence of faith has to be separated. Are you understanding me? In the Bible, in the book of 2 Kings, we, we, we discovered the Shunammite woman. I love this passage of scripture so much. The Bible said that after, after the son of the Shunammite woman died, do you remember the Shunammite woman? The woman that built a house for Elisha, you remember? And Elisha was feasting in the house. Like the way the men of God like eating in the, in the house of God. Uh -huh. So, the, the, this is the woman I'm talking about. The Bible said that after some years, the child of prophecy, after some years, the boy died. When the boy visited his father. But look at this. When the guy came home and the guy died, the Bible said that the woman took the child and went to place him on the bed of the prophet Elisha. And went to his husband and said, please send me one servant. I want to go and see the prophet. Look at the response the man gave to the woman. Look at this. He said that, please, don't go and disturb him. It is not time. It is not Sabbath. Or it is not the new moon. Now, the practice of the prophets was that they will meet people. Second Kings 4. Because of time, I don't want us to read the scripture. Anybody that told you that in those days you could just walk anyhow and go and see him. No, there was a time frame there. No, let me put it that way. I saw to me, What are you going to do? In other words, Amen and Amen. The child is already hot. Hello, but what's the mechanism? Prophet, don't go and worry the prophet. So look at this. You can't tell me that the mother loved the child than the father. The father was a rich man. That boy was his only son. Nobody can convince me that the mother loved the child than the father. But at that critical point, the mother was the one that had faith for the child and not the father. The father also loved the child, but they didn't have faith for the child. He took the mother. But what he has here. So even in natural relations among mothers and fathers, somebody can have faith for you and the other doesn't. Receive the right people in life. I didn't hear you. I said receive the right people in life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. <coughs> so that in your life you will not be surrounded by orangus. People that are looking for an opportunity to betray you. People that see that something good is happening in your life and they tell you, hey, is this for real? Now, are you understanding me? Somebody that sees you and, and he, he sees that and you may be done, but I'm going to tell you, Charlie, be careful the way you are going these days. If you don't take care, you'll be disappointed. Now, you understand where I'm coming from? Shout out here. I have been single all my life and the very day a man comes into my life and I'm making preparations, instead of being happy for me, they'll catch me and say, oh, you know, you have to be careful. Don't go in with everything. And yes, sir, what happened the last time will repeat itself. I need to tell you that person is not the right person. Cut him off immediately. Right people will have faith for you. They will stand with you. They will go with you. They will die with you. Receive the right people in your Life. Come on, I said, receive the right people. See, there are some people when you have them in your life, they give you spiritual energy. Hallelujah. Many seasons ago, there was a lady that I knew on campus. So, when I see you, I feel like praying. <laughs> you call, 
you know, I used to pray at the hall chapel early in my Christian life. And those days, I'll go and sit there. I'll not go and stand there. I don't stand in prayer. It, it's been a long time since I stood in prayer. I normally sit in prayer. So I'll go and sit down. My copper bench is nibiechi. Now my share, and I'll be sitting down. I'll be there until everybody comes. People will come and go twice. I'll still be there. One day I was there. A woman, minimum, baby. I said that When I see you, anytime I see you, me but when I see you, I feel like doing what? I feel like praying. I'm a right person for the lady. Are you understanding me? I don't know her anywhere. I don't even have her phone number. But one day, I see if one day he came to us. Anytime I see you, I simply feel like what? Praying. Are you understanding me? There are some people they infuse you with energy. You say there are days you get up and you are weak and you are tired. But who call you need to understand that it is time to pray when you see him and you hear the voice there is something inside you that is triggered you know that i have to get to my bible i have to pray i have to engage holiness i have to enter into the mystery they are the right people you don't want people that when you receive their calls you are thinking about pornography you are thinking about movies you are thinking about things that that don't edify i'm talking about men when you see them you are sharpened by their humility am i speaking to somebody i lose right people in your destiny receive them right now in the name of the lord jesus shout i hear you there are some people when you see them you feel like going all out for jesus hallelujah in those days when i was on campus when i saw papa nestle i felt like going to preach the word Hey, to, I, I, I said these days you don't. I say yeah 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 week. Also for those days, papers to mono and you grow. Also they are moving from from room to room, house to house. You run away. Papers to when you set out to evangelize with him, you die on the way. Hallelujah. He used to. Also for those days, I, I could take him. I could organize and then and I'll take him and we we'll go to. To a certain village to go and evangelize and by the time we get there i am tired and disappointed and this man is happy and carrying on i said what a grace hallelujah you go and see the women around him mommy from and papa nesto is sitting there comfortably talking to them like i'm talking to the young men of god and i look at him are you understanding me shout i hear you and we will set off in the morning by 12 o'clock i'm already tired are you understanding me? One day, a certain lady set out to go to evangelize Papa Nesto. The, the woman came home. By the time she came, she was crying. <laughs> the next day, we were sharing partners. He said, Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody? Oh, am I speaking to somebody? Receive a right person in your life. I didn't hear. I said, Receive a right person in your life. In the name of Jesus. Shout, I hear you. <laughs> I love this mystery. And in those days, also, and in those days, there was a man of God. The name of the man of God was, I think, Ishmael. And 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 you see, I never had a personal relationship with him. But anytime I also saw the man of God, I felt like being humble. I felt like that there is nothing to boast about. The man of God, Ishmael. You know, he wasn't all over the place, but he sharpened me with his humility. Last two weeks. Some, somebody sent us a harvest seed from the United States. The moment I took the money, I sent it to a certain man of God. It's been a long time since I heard from him. I said, man of God, do you know something? Your selflessness sharpens me a lot. The way you are selfless, the way it sharpens me. You know, this is a seed I receive for harvest. I transfer everything to you. 
Hallelujah. There are some men, even there is something that comes to your mind. Is it true? Oh, there are some friends when you remember them, you feel like doing something. Don't go and take a friend when you remember, you feel like watching pornography. The only thing you remember about your friend is that you, you, you used to go and watch pornography together. Or you used to exchange pornographic sites. And you said, Charlie, I discovered a new one. Hello? Oh, come on, I said hello. The only thing you think when that friend comes into mind is that he, he has the latest the latest gist in town. You know, you know, unnecessary things. But the right people, when you remember them, you feel like doing something for God. I'm not preaching to somebody. Shout out here. What released the healing of the paralytic man wasn't the paralyzed man situation. There were a lot of paralyzed men. Anytime Jesus came to Capernaum, I showed you he could get somebody to heal again. That means that in that city, there were many sick people. Are you understanding me? Rahad Bonki was here in 1996. There are still people who are crippled in Takurade. Are you understanding me? Every time there are people to be healed. Every day. Jesus was on earth for three years. He ministered for three years. By the time he went, there were still sick people Peter was healing. And I remember what? <laughs> plenty. Say plenty. Yeah. They were there. Even the temple gates. Eh? Temple now. Synagogues. Synagogues. The spirit of the Lord is upon him. Even at the temple gate, there was a paralyzed man. He was there. Jesus was around. Jesus came, died, and went. Peter went to pray. Peter met him begging at the temple gate. Are you understanding me? They are always going to be there. So you see, understand what I'm trying to say. What healed the paralyzed man wasn't his faith, but the faith of his friends. Look at this. The Bible said, when Jesus saw their faith, what did they do? What did the paralyzed man do on one casa? When he be be or the DNA faith, or it is not about the paralyzed man. It was about the four guys. Are you understanding me? The right people. The right people will have faith for you. Jesus will see their faith and speak for your life. Receive right people in your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I'm not preaching to somebody. Shout and hear you. I have some things to share. I don't know whether. Uh, let, let me let me let me jump some and and come and and come and wash up this mystery quickly. Hallelujah. Okay. I'll do this in seven minutes. Now, the right people, follow me. They are the kind of guys that will help you to recover your identity and purpose. Hello? They are not going to give you the purpose and the identity. It is God that gave you. But the right people, they are the guys that are able to help you to do what? To recover them. To set you in motion. To go and actualize that dream, that vision that God has set for you. Also, this, this part of the message is very important to me. I want everybody to follow me and listen to me. Hallelujah. It's very, very, very important for me. The right people will set you on the road to recovery. Shout, I hear you. Now, if you are done right, I want you to look at me. Follow me. Now, do you know that no matter how terrible a situation is, follow me. Follow me. Are you listening to me? No matter how terrible a situation is, if it continues for a very long time in your life, the human soul is designed in such a way that it will begin to make adjustments to that situation. So that if it continues unabated, at a point in time, you begin to feel comfortable with the situation. Is it true? Oh, that is how we are. That's how human beings are. <clears throat> Sorry. No matter how terrible the situation is, let's take somebody who is maybe a prince. Eh? Maybe a old skinny. In fact, so old skinny. 
then let him become poor all of a sudden, like Job. Are you understanding me? Poor. Now, in the beginning, it is difficult unto me. But Master, at a point in time, you begin to learn how to live like a poor man. Is it not true? You will have to learn. You will learn. When Suyampa, you, you, it will teach you. Poverty will teach you how to be poor. I'm not preaching to somebody. When you go to the north, eh? We have preached in the north for many seasons. And when you go there, the kind of life they are living there, if you expose me to it for one month, I will be sick. I'll, I don't know what will happen to me. Eh? But also, they give birth to fresh newborn babies and they drink the same water. In Shunami, they drink it. I'm telling you, sometimes we go and the kind of water available. See, the place is very dry. See, every day, so I have to move motor and come to and drive so maybe 10 15 miles near better pure water eh? so we bath small small if you are in you you know a friend in Kremu, that's right i'm not preaching to somebody the man of god are behaving like they haven't done some before same focus hallelujah so we will go and begin to do crumble because we don't want to bath with the water they, they drink. They are there comfortably. They are comfortable. They have adjusted powerfully to the situation, even though it's a terrible situation. Many, many years ago, some people were born slaves and they were happy. And I remember. No matter how terrible a situation is, if you give yourself the chance and you continue in that situation for a very long time, your soul will make adjustments. And that is the difficulty with the paralytic man. He has been paralyzed for a very long time. Also, I reckon that people would have had a hard time convincing him to go and see Jesus. And I remember, oh, I, I am sure. Obeka said, ah, yeah, sorry, the Demakwa. That you have a hard time at somebody that has adjusted to his predicament. It is difficult to set that person on the road of recovery. This is why you need the right people. Now, are you understanding me? There are some men in your life, they will not accept one casa condition and one jatum diama one casa. Now, I'm not preaching to somebody. Shout, I hear you. Oh, I didn't hear you. I'm not preaching to somebody. Shout, I hear you. Now it was it was I I wrote down I said that it, it, it was it was a serious job for them to get him to Jesus. Now one interesting mystery about this whole thing is that when they were carrying him, look at this. They didn't carry the body; they carried the body and his bed. Think about it. I am not leaving this bed; it is my identity. Are you understanding me? If you are carrying me, you have to carry it along. There is no way the paralyzed man was going to be separated from his bed. Or say, this has come to be my new life. I am accustomed to lying on this bed. You see, this bed carries my years of rejection, my years of tears, my years of labor, my years of being left behind. I cannot go without it. I have made a bed of misery for myself and I am comfortable lying in it. Are you understanding me? Some people get used to their sorrow and their misery. So simple. It 
takes the right people to snap them out of that mentality so if you associate with men and somebody is a blind man and all they can do for him is to lead him to go and beg that is not the right person if i'm a blind man i don't need to beg i need to survive find something for me that will cause me to survive i am not, nobody was born to beg nobody it's nowhere in scripture but if you have the wrong people around you they will make you a beggar for the rest of your life are you understanding me you can take me but make sure you take along my bed say my bed you can carry me to the master but you cannot leave the way the, the bed behind the people are saying charlie what are you talking about the bed is symbolic of the years of disappointment of the guy you can't take me and dissociate me from this one it has become part of me i am comfortable on it shout out here there are some things when we see eh, it should make us run but see a trash or child so we will begin to feel comfortable on it what does happen when he sees the bed he remembers all his sorrow now okay or assimilating you know we see what that's why what that's why for a very long time why are you comfortable or that's why he doesn't have a problem but what you say hey i love this one huh? this is my new me i have found a new identity this is me you can't carry me and leave my bed this is my mystery signing so a lot in life in here that is the position of a paralyzed man you see after years of being paralyzed in your leg there is a tendency and the risk that you become paralyzed in your mind also the, the, you see the, 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 the sad part is not the paralysis in the leg at this point the man was paralyzed also in the mind for such a person there is nothing anybody can do for him now I'm not speaking to somebody hello Oh, come on. I said hello. Yes, sir. It, also, there are situations be how come me. I am a pastor for, for some time now. I know. And Kofuku has some catering what things one day. They will hear you and do otherwise. Not because they want to disrespect or disobey you, but they have been used to that thing for a very long time. But what I say, mommy, these prayers you are praying, it is not good. Jai. Concentrate on the heavy things. No, this is what I know. Hello. These kind of people, they are bad people. Huh? we preach in church in christ jesus there are this and there are that there are people in church today there are certain people they will never associate with why because it is it is who they are yeah 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 it's a serious thing am i preaching to somebody oh am i preaching to somebody the bed of the paralytic when you carry him you have to carry the bed said there is no difference there is not what any difference paralyzed in the leg paralyzed in the man let, let me show you something do you know there is a statement in english they call something stand up to somebody huh? say oh charlie this guy he will stand up to you if you wear rough he will stand up to you. you you heard something like that before right yeah. this is why how they coin that statement when somebody is a cripple look at this will be the form say when it comes to battle but what i say so in in ancient times this one came from greek mythology when they were fighting they used omujinaho they would stand man to man into obi obi tough on face no say Charlie, this guy couldn't stand up to him but what he has said so you take the position of a crippled person obi a order form you know so your perspective in life is different there is a way a crippled man sees life he's different from the he can't stand up to anybody you lose your voice you lose everything if you can't stand up to somebody you lose everything about you hallelujah there are certain things a cripple won't ask for 
Yesu unya ompeu batu mizambu. We lose the voice. Now are you understanding me? Shout I hear you. An example of such a man is Mephibosheth. Let me end here. The Bible said that at the age of five, he lost everything and went to live in the land of rejection called Lodiba. Now the Bible said that the king called him after many years and placed him in the king's palace. Look at this. And the Bible said that he ate with princes throughout the reign of David until Absalom came to take the throne. No, ni ahem for ma. He dressed like a royal. He moved in the palace like a royal for many years. Look at this. But also, for a man that has lived in rejection for 30 years, no matter how many years he danced with princes, it is not able to snap him out of his rejection. So, the very day somebody rises up to challenge the legitimacy of his newfound enjoyment, he will snap back to this place of rejection. The very day somebody came up and said, you don't belong here. He said, okay, okay, I'm going. After feeding on the king's table for so many years, the very day somebody got up and said, hey, Mephi, he ran away. You see, why yes, that situation, why very comfortable. You run back and begin to be sorrowful again. There are many people, that is how we are. We can't even hope because we have been disappointed for so long. Now, are you understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Today, I want to be the right person in your life. And, and I want to curse every disappointment and every rejection you feel in your spirit. And declare a new season of the Lord's favor over your life in the name of Jesus. By the prophecy in my mouth this morning, things are taking a different turn. Your years of rejection and sorrow, any bed you have lied on over the years, beds of tears, beds of rejection, seasons of disappointment, anything that causes you not to even have hope for the future, anything that lays a bed for you in rejection, I declare that those things are cursed in your life and I lose you into a new life of glory. Receive grace to walk in this dimension. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm preaching to somebody. So some people don't even hope because they don't want to be disappointed. My poem. My he, he was in the temple for sorry, he was with princes for many years. And one day somebody went to Mephibosheth and lied about Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth wanted to take the throne from David. He wanted to join the rebellion. Mephibosheth was innocent and he knew that there was nothing he could do. I think when he spoke to David, David believed him. David said, Oh, Mephibosheth, you and Ziba share the Japadian. The Japadian that was rightfully Mephibosheth's, it was his. He said, oh, oh, Papa, I don't need this one anymore. Let him have it. It was not being a good guy, it was somebody that wasn't willing to battle. He was somebody that didn't have it in him to stand up to anybody. He had been crippled in the leg all his life. It has affected his ability to fight for what was his. Crippled in the leg has resulted in crippling in the mind. May you not be crippled in your mind. In the mighty name of Jesus. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus.